Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Wednesday, April 8th. It's 2020. And in case you haven't noticed, the start and the end of the show is a little bit different. We've had the same start and end, the intro and the outro of this show for like 87 years. So we decided to just crop it, give me more time to speak and yap. Uh, we'll figure out the close where I can tell you can hug your children because I know I missed it yesterday. I knew I was going to miss it and I did, but we'll figure it out by the end of today. Uh, hope you're having a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a show. Uh, we call it serious talk about you and we say about your money. That, that's the moniker, but it's really about you and everything that affects you when it involves your money, but it's really about jobs, employment, condition of the economy, the markets, your money in relation to, and all that stuff. We, our goal every day is to guide you through the markets. We are the best technicians in the world. We are not making that up. That is not hyperbole. We've been doing this show forever and we do it live. And when we tell you things like oil in a bear market and it's going for 18 months, commodities in a bear market, 18 months, uh, the uh, right at the top saying the complexion's changing here and then the next day the market breaks and we let you know about that break. When we tell you on March 23rd that we think a low is being put in, and now recently a higher low, it's in real time. Yesterday on this show, in real time, in the 1 o'clock hour, the NASDAQ was up 150. And we told you yesterday, in that hour, before the close, we're worried about the NASDAQ for today. It just feels like it doesn't have relative strength. And that may not all go well for the market. The Dow went down 900 points from the high. NASDAQ finished down. Now, yesterday has nothing to do with today. And in this market, that's the nature of the beast. Why? Because we are the most news-driven environment ever. So it's a lot tougher for us. But when all is said and done, big picture. All we want to do is get the big picture, which is not easy right now. The New York governor, Cuomo, came out a few minutes ago and said, we're bending the curve. Never thought we'd have hear those words. So he's saying things are better in New York. If things are better in New York, that means it's going to be better elsewhere because it's the most dense uh, state, city, New York City in the country. Italy's doing the same. Other areas the same. China tells us they're good. And what if we wake up tomorrow and that changes? You know, this is the things we got to deal with. But when all is said and done, markets play themselves out. And all we look to do is have little edges. We don't need big edges. The big edges come. Just want an edge. What's leading, what's lagging. What to avoid, what to be involved in. 
And then sometimes we will tell you, we have zero edge. We've told you that on several occasions over the last uh, a couple of weeks. We don't have an edge today. This week, market gaps up 900, and the last couple of minutes goes up another 500, finishes up 1,500 on Friday. Yesterday, we gap up 900, we finish down. Today, we gap up 300, within moments, we're flat. And now, as I speak, we're back up 500. How do you play all that? Beats the living crap out of us, but we what we want to do, that is the trees. We want to get the forest correct, and we're going to talk about that today. And we're also going to talk about Marxist, socialist, commie Bernie Sanders just took him out of the presidential race. Though, very weirdly, not giving up his delegates. I don't know what that means. There's no way he's going to run as an independent. He would kill Biden if he does. Uh, We're going to rip the stuffings off of Bernie Sanders before this show ends. But first... If you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button or go to Twitter at Gary Kalpam. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary. Anything we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing. Press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com. Right there, press the button, one month free, check it out. We're benevolent. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, market Wrap brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. And by the way, everybody asks me, so Gary, do, do do things like Jim? I got news for you. Einstein couldn't figure out the methodology he has. And he won't tell me. I think I asked once, and he kind of like, so the weather's nice out, Gary. Anyway, check that out, investment-models.com. Dow 550. Again, we were gapped up again 300 after reversing all the way down 900. Let me tell you about normal markets. In normal markets, well, in normal markets, they're not usually up 900. In normal markets, when you're up 900 and you finish down, you usually have some downside testing after that. And we gap up 300 today. And then we sell off. I think we're only up 20 or 30, and the NASDAQ was, I think, down a little. And then poof. So as we speak, we're up 566. Make that 571. Make that 569. Of course, it's moving. We're in the 1 o'clock hour. S&P 63, NASDAQ 160, NASDAQ 100, 137. Socks up 50. Russell's up nicely today. Remember what we've been telling you for what, 18 months now? Large caps over small caps. U.S. over foreign. That has been the play that has not changed. Now I'm going to have a couple important words for you here. You ready? On March 23rd, we called a low. We thought an a, a, a low was being put in. Now, before that, a couple weeks before, we had an a low. It lasted three days. And then the market crashed. This one is working. And what do we mean by working? Well, A, number one, it hasn't visited that a low. And number two is we have now built a secondary low, a higher low, we call it, a stair step to the up. So now our support doesn't even have to go back to the a low of March 23rd. We just have to go back to... Eh, let's call it uh, April 1st, April 2nd, and April 3rd. 
you draw a line over those those and that there's your new line of support now it's this is short-term support it's not like six months of support but this is how markets work and i know what you're hearing right now from a lot oh this is a bear market rally it's a new bull market no it's a bear market rally no it's a bull market we don't have to label it we heard somebody say, well, we're up above 20% mark, it's a new bull market. And then we drop the next day, oh, we're no longer in that new bull market. What? You don't, we don't have to label it. You don't hear us say that. What we're just telling you that a low, we have more confidence that there's a better, better, better chance. That is the low. The low. And we have to do we have we use different terms to something like that the reactionary low the vomit low it's when everybody vomits at the last moment but that said if distribution shows up today and we head down and then we have two a days of it and we roll over and we break support of the last week anything's possible so we will deal with what's at hand but just letting you know you gain more confidence when you start building stair steps knowing i mean holy crap we're measuring death every every day we're measuring death all right the numbers we're at 1.452 million 378 um, the coronavirus around the globe in the U.S. 401,166. But I, I, again, I have to make the statement. Remember, we're logical here. We're the greatest technicians on earth. I don't know if we're the most logical people on earth, but we're very logical. They told us between 100,000 and 240,000. We're 12,936, and I think it's a week later since that, and the way they talked, it was like imminent. Am I correct in saying that? It was like imminent that all these people were going to die. So I'm wondering, maybe the market's factoring in that they just overshot? And again, I I have to give the disclaimer every time. This is not to diminish anybody and any family that's been affected by death. But we have to give the overall here. 12,936 even isn't even the low end 100,000. Up next, more on that. And then in-depth market and rip the stuffings out of Bernie Sanders. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal 
changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, your host. We are not taking Steely Dan away. I'm just letting you know. We did the intro and the outro. We are not touching Steely Dan. Anyway, maybe the markets are like saying, wait a minute, you told us 100,000. At the low end, there were 12,900 deaths. And just so you know, today, they lowered the 100,000 number to 60,000. Now, we don't want to accuse or... Do you think maybe they were using those numbers to scare the living crap out of us so we all stay in our basements? One would hope that that's not true and they actually really believe that. And they did give disclaimers, but man, if this if this ends up where 20,000... Again, the disclaimer. We're not diminishing it. But when they tell us 100, if it ends up 20, you get my point? Anyway, so that's the story there. Um, the numbers in Italy better, the numbers in Spain. I spoke to my friends. Well, we texted with my friends that are in Shanghai, and they said that traffic uh, going into the city is um, much, much, uh, uh, much more traffic. People are going into work. People are going into stores. People are shopping. The tours are now picking up in China. So they may not be full of crap. You know, we keep hearing China's full of crap. China's full of crap. Well, I'm getting it firsthand from people there. And it's a small sample. It's just a couple of people. But they got, they're got they pretty smart people. Uh, Spain, 146,000. Italy, 135. France, 110. Germany, 109. Uh, Let's look at some numbers. Um, Spain, they've had 14,500 deaths. Italy, 17,000. France, 10,000. Germany, only 2,000. And I will say again, Japan, uh, only 4,200 contracted it. Only 93 deaths. And I've been there. Talk about a dense city. So that one, who the heck knows? But I will tell you this about Japan, and this is why I kind of think we may have got it wrong on the masks. People normally wear masks in Japan when they're out. A lot of them, not everybody. But man, you go on the train, they're all wearing masks. And they're very polite and quiet. You can't talk on the trains there. And they're the cleanest... You, you can... Eat peanut butter off the floor on a train in, in Japan. That's how clean it is. Not advising that. So anyway, I think we, we're we getting some of that in the market. That's my, my lo, lo, that's just logical. That, hey. Now, people are asking the other question, though, and it's, it's a logical question. Wait a minute. We're still shut down. The numbers are going to be horrible. And let me be clear. The numbers are going to be horrible. Duh. 
I just read somewhere Logan's Roadhouse. Was it like a steakhouse? I don't know if they're shutting for good. Uh, but they just fired all their furlough employees. Closing 261 locations. 18,000. They're fired now. Not furloughed. Fired. So does that mean they're closing? And if they do, that means 18,000. You get where I'm going with that. So may I state that that is still out there. And who knows what's left. So yeah, that's that's a point to be taken up. And I have news for you. Next week starts earnings. And you know what we're going to be doing as always. Oh, we'll look at the numbers. But I got, I got to tell you right now. On a scale of 1 to 100, the numbers that are reported are a 1. No, really. They're a 1 out of 100. You know what 100 out of 100 is? I want to see the reaction to the crappy numbers. Because if the market indeed is looking over the horizon here, the market's going to ignore the, the, the horrible numbers. And, and just so you know, I'm very good at looking at guidance and watch which way it's going. <laughs> oh, it's coming down. So very important earnings season. Well, every earnings season is important, but this one uh, most indubitably, definitely. Um, but big picture, March 23rd looks like a damn good low. And now we look at the lows of last week. And if they hold, we got a higher low. Use the number 20,735 on the Dow. And I know we're at 23,000, but that's what the low was. The swings have been wild, kids. The S&P, you can use uh, 2,455. The NASDAQ, yeah, go ahead and use uh, around 7,300. The NASDAQ 100, go ahead and use uh, 7,425. Again, this is a higher low. And we are not measuring opinion here. We are measuring price. Everything else pales in comparison to your price of your assets. I could care less about opinion, bullish or bearish. I can care less about opinion short term or long term. We're just watching price here. And it's improving. Notwithstanding, we were up 900 yesterday and finished down. Notwithstanding what I said at 1 o'clock about the NASDAQ, and they clonked it. The good news is they're right back in there today. Now, I told you I had some very important words to put a bow tie on this. Seeing a lot of good things now setting up for potential here. What, what, what do you mean? Well, in, in order to get confidence that you don't have to look over your shoulder anymore in the market, you look for certain signposts. Uh, we're getting them. We're getting some. Even the worst stuff looks like it's turning the corner off the lows. Even the worst stuff. The better than worst stuff is starting to come up the right side. The better than the better than the worst stuff 
even better. Though, most everything's still below the 200-day moving average the longer term. And then you got some good stuff, the stronger stuff, that actually sets up pretty well and is tightening up, like an NVIDIA. We don't own it, but it's setting up along the 50-day moving average. And may I state this is one of the stronger names before this market topped out badly. And we are not telling you to buy it, sell it, short it, cover it. We're just letting you know it's sitting above the 50-day moving average. By the way, it did hit 280 yesterday and finished at 259. So still, we're not sure here. But better. Just better. Up next, Bernie. He's out. Marxism down. I'll have my thoughts. That's up next on This the One Only Investor's Edge. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Again, we are pre-taping this show in the 1 o'clock hour. Dow's up 570, S&P up uh, 63, NASDAQ 161, NASDAQ 138. Up 300 on the open, then almost down, and then we moved up. As better numbers on the um, pandemic uh, continues to come out. Uh, when this is over, boy, oh boy, this is going to be one hell of a look back. And, you know, the shame of it is, and look, there's going to be some post-mortems. The, um, the left started blaming Trump the day it happened. When Trump shut the China down to go there and the, uh, travel, they called him a racist. And then they said he got it all wrong, even though they were all wrong about the China travel. There's enough wrong to go around on both sides. They all suck. But the media in particular really sucks because they just, just, you know what? I take it back. They all suck. Really do. Uh, a lot of missteps. Uh, a lot of what I would call baby steps to attack this. But on, on the other end of the spectrum, how do you fault people on something that's never really happened before? Well, I think it happened, what, 1918? Nobody's to know this was going to happen. Nobody's to know. 
But I think it's disgusting and sickening that people are still dying and the blame is just going. You turn on any of those networks, you know which ones. You know how they start the show? Trump sucks. Oh, by the way, 20 people died. Yes, they, they don't. It's all Trump sucks first and then people died. Priorities. Anyway, uh, Bernie Sanders is out. Ladies and gentlemen, we pull no punches with people like Bernie Sanders. We don't care. In case you don't know, just off the beaten path, Bernie Sanders has said, we're not making this up. This is not the, I'm not the onion, you know, the paper, that's all sarcasm. Bernie Sanders said he would have absolutely no problem with the Boston bomber voting in our elections. Terrorists should be able to vote in our elections. I can just start with that. Moron, imbecile, doofus, jackass, ass clown. The Boston bomber, the guy who blew up at the uh, bomb at the Boston Marathon, wasn't there like a little three-year-old, four-year-old kid dead? Other people, lives changed for other uh, ever. Other people died. Let him vote in our elections. The, the and people want to vote this guy for president of the United States representing this country. Let terrorists vote. The people who conducted 9/11, 3,000 people dead, flew airplanes into into the World Trade Center, into the Pentagon. Had another one heading for probably the White House or, or Congress that landed in was Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Yeah, let them vote. Well, they're dead, but. Amazing. And people just give that a pass. What? What? But okay, never mind that. That doesn't matter, right? Bernie Sanders has curried favor with, favor with communism his whole life. Communists. Communism. Dictators. He complains about Trump being a dictator. He has curried favor with all the dictators and all the uh, worst of the worst. You, you don't believe me? You're a Bernie Sanders fan? Go online. All the videos are there. They're not hidden. Castro's? Yeah, cool. Chavez, Maduro, Venezuela. How about that Nicaraguan guy and whatever? He's kissed all their uh, communistic uh, butts throughout his whole life. But it doesn't just stop there because... You know, he's called for 100% tax rates on anybody making a million above. What, you don't believe me? Go online, it's on there, video. It's not hidden. 100% tax rate. You make a million bucks, you don't make another dime after that. Which basically calls into question his logic. Because why would anybody ever work after they made a million bucks? And by the way, no write-offs, just a 100% tax rate above a million. No, seriously. It's on video. Bernie Sanders has been government, I don't know, 50 years. He's never had a job. No, 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 no. He's never had a job. He's never created a dime of wealth. He's never created a job. Yet he spends his day pissing all over all the people that have created the wealth and the jobs. Throughout his past, he's ripped Walmart. You know, they only have... How many millions of people working for them? How many trillions of wealth did they create? If you're wealthy, you're corrupt. 
That's what he says. You're corrupt. You're a criminal. If you're a big business, you screwed somebody. And you need to be taken down a peg. This from a person who's never had a job. He's called for the state to take over industry just like they did in Venezuela. Even though he's never run a business. Not a lemonade stand. He's called for it. You don't believe me? Go online. It's all there. He's called now. He he became a smarter commie in recent years because he realized I can't be elected with 100% tax rates. They'll laugh me out. That's too far. Let's do a wealth tax. Wealth tax? Wait a minute. I was already taxed when I earned it. I don't care. Screw you. We're going to take all your money away over a bunch of years. Tough. It's not yours. It's ours. So wealth tax, higher estate tax, corporate tax, marginal tax rates. How about a climate change tax? No? How about a war tax? How about a financial transaction tax? How about a miles tax? How about a higher gas tax? Want me to continue? It's all in his proposals. Take all the wealth out of the economy, but there's a problem with all this. Wealth is flexible and movable. They tried it in France, all the millionaires left. And then they had to get rid of it. What do you think the billionaires would be doing? You know, he used to complain about millionaires and billionaires. They became a millionaire, so now he only became, complains about billionaires. What do you think they'd be doing if he did all this? You worked all your life to create magnificent success, and he's going to take it all away from you after 10, 12 years. Where do you think those people are going? They are leaving the country with their assets and giving the big middle finger to Bernie Sanders. He is backwards. He is the opposite of everything that's made this country great, and that is the hard work of the people. Rugged individualism. Earn your keep. Individual responsibility. Success, growth, sweat, toil. Not Bernie. He wants your sweat and toil. He's lived off the whole taxpayer his whole life. His biggest enemy, success and wealth. His biggest enemy, your hard work. Because as you grow and as you go up in life, you can't be conned by him. Because his whole game is a con game. That your lot in life is where it is because others are screwing you. You're not making enough money because it's all their fault. And if you vote for him, he's going to take care of you. Really. A guy that's never had a job or created a dime of wealth or created a job is going to take care of you. In what world does that work? I'm thrilled. Elizabeth Warren gone, Bernie Sanders gone, Joe Biden not so worried about. 
I know he's tacking left in the primary. He'll start going towards the moderate in the in the general. If he wins, be a lot better than Bernie Sanders. So it's Biden against Trump. Should be an interesting bunch of months. I am just thrilled and overjoyed. The two commie Marxists are gone. And I say that with no hyperbole. I've studied all this. They define all this. Hope they take care. Up next, back on markets. And whatever else. This is the one only Investor's Edge. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to... What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbach. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So, uh, back on the markets here. It's really trying hard. I keep hearing from people, and just tell you what some are saying. Well, we've never seen a bear market end so quickly. Well, we've never seen a pandemic like this. So uh, if we've seen the low, I wouldn't be surprised. The market's going to trace out the pandemic, which traces out business. Simple as that. And of course you add in Jay Powell, our central banker, printed more money last week than Bernanke did in a year. A maniacal, insane one. We don't, by the way, we don't need him. Oh, wait a minute, Gary. He needed to fix the muni bonds in the bond market. Well, why do you think the muni bond market and the bond market got in trouble in the first place? Because of the central banks. They've had easy money for too long, creating too much leverage. And when things go south, guess what leverage does? It accentuates the upside and accentuates the downside. Boom. So he has to step in 
and use the same moronic solutions that created the problem in the first place to fix the problem. But again, ultimate outcomes. We've been telling you forever. The ultimate outcome of all this easy money will be devastation. We've just seen some, but they've just raised the bar again. And we've said to you on this show, there'll be no yield too low and no amount too high of printed money, and they've proven us right. Do you realize they've announced the printing of $4 trillion bucks, and that was after you already printed a trillion plus from October to uh, January? Do you realize that these people have come out and said they have unlimited amounts of money? How is it possible that they have unlimited limited amounts of money? In what world is that economics? That some unaccountable, ex-tenured professor is able to conjure up unlimited amounts of money at a, at a snap of a finger. I was never taught that in college. If I'm the president of the United States, I abolish the central bank immediately. Immediately. Just tell them all to go screw. Go back to your colleges and go teach. You all suck. You're just killing Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob. You guys you guys like the fact that your money markets are going to pay you 0% again? When the normality throughout history was pay you 4%? You guys happy about that? That that forces you to, to take some risk with your money that you otherwise wouldn't do? You're happy about that? They're insane. The people who are running the show should not be running the lemonade stand that Bernie Sanders has never run. Thus, we will continue to be worried along those lines. But markets doing better. Markets are definitively watching the bending of the curve, the lessening of death, the lessening of cases here and around the globe to a certain extent. I don't even think markets care about business this second. I don't, seriously, I don't think the markets care about unemployment this second. I don't think the markets care about Logan's Roadhouse that fired 18,000 people today and shut 260 restaurants. I don't think it cares. I think the market cares about the virus because ultimately the virus is the economy and is the markets. And until we can open up again, you get my point? So if the virus is getting better, the potential for the economy to get going again is closer. And there you have it. That said, we're still way below longer term moving averages. We still have a lot of work to do. We still believe there's going to be some scare days. There's going to be some down days. There's going to be some pullbacks. But that March 23rd is looking better and better. Now we start watching very, very closely the April 3rd, the higher low. Remember, we are not measuring popularity. We are not measuring opinion. We are measuring price, and you get paid on price and you lose money based on price. That's why we watch price. Those are my dogs barking in the background.
So we hope you get the gist of what we're saying, knowing we are dealing again. I have to repeat this over and over. The most by far news-driven market we have experienced. I wasn't around for the world wars. I wasn't around for the Spanish flu. I couldn't tell you heads or tails. In my time, by far, and we suspect there'll be more of that news-driven environment to come. But if the lows are in, we'll find setups and leadership and the big picture that we talk about will keep improving and then we will recognize that the pullbacks are nominal the moves to the upside are good and we don't have to look over our shoulders as much as we have notice the words as much it's 135 eastern time right now we're only up 450 so we just dropped 100 points again no clue as to the finish. Eventually, when this end, we'll be back to doing the show after the close so we can do the final numbers. But we're posting market wraps at GaryK.com. They're short and to the point, but we're posting that for you before the next day's open or the same day. Hopefully, that helps. And, of course, everything else under the sun uh, that we do. I don't know if I... And you know what we're doing now? I'm just trying to figure out how much time I have left because I want to thank you for your time. Hope you are all doing well. And very important in this day and age, help your neighbor. Do something for somebody you need uh, nothing from. And when you get home, you make sure you use wipes and you make sure you hug your children and do it big time. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.